0: You're listening to another ambitious Entrepreneur Network.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, this is Anne-Marie again and welcome to another show. I've got a very special guest with me today and she's been on the journey herself of creating her business. So we're going to hear a little bit more about where she's been, where she's come from and the steps that she's taken and the journey and, of course, the lessons that she's learned along the way. I love connecting with other ambitious entrepreneurs because we can learn from each other's journey, can't we, and uh, learn from each other's successes, learn from each other's struggles and, you know, we like to provide and create a supportive environment and, yeah, these lessons are something that we will share continuously. So my guest today is Lindsay. Lee Hobson and Lindsay has a background in beauty therapy and now she loves giving the TLC that people need to get the spark back in their eye and now she has a life coaching business and although she is fresh in the business she can certainly help them get the spark in their eye in a completely new way so welcome to the show Lindsay.
1: Thanks, Anne-Marie.
0: So, as I mentioned in the introduction, I think we can really learn from hearing other people's journeys and, and how they got into business.
1: So, how did you get into business? I remember I woke up one day and I was thinking, you know what, I could really get out of the rat race and do it for myself. So, I thought I just researched in exactly what ways I could do that knowing that my passion was people and helping and giving and contributing and life coaching popped up for me and I just went into it with a little bit more detail and I was fantastic. I can create my ideal life with this. So, that's how I really got into it. I just got started then and there.
0: And it sounds as if you're a person who really loves to support and yeah, communicate with people and can support people because I know in in the beauty therapy industry, you really are reaching out, supporting clients. so customer focused and I think with live coaching that really taps into you know that passion that purpose that you really want to support people. Did you find that you know from beauty industry to live coaching there's similarities across both of those industries?
1: They're so similar in so many ways. It really caught me by surprise actually because I didn't even think they were one in the same. I thought they were two totally different baskets. And when I went into life coaching, I couldn't believe the skills that I'd gotten from beauty therapy that I was now applying to my life coaching. It was absolutely amazing. Customer service is it really does do you justice.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you know, for people who are listening today who are perhaps still working in a paid job, and I say that loosely, of course, and they have a dream to start up their own business. It can be really scary, can't it? Because as you're building your own business, there's often a step that you need to take back and a learning curve, but also thinking about, okay, am I going to generate enough income to support myself? What words of advice do you have for people who are there at the crossroads? Still a little bit fearful of taking that step. I mean, obviously, you've taken that step. What can you share that you've learned that can sort of inspire and empower people to take that step and getting their own business up off
1: the ground? It's really just about doing it with the first step it's the scariest thing to take that you know that one step off the cliff and just hope that something catches you you have to trust your own ability just start with one little thing like maybe researching business names and things and then start with something else and the ball starts rolling and when you get the momentum you realize it's not so scary and you're you know 300 meters down the road compared to where you were before yeah if if you just begin just start Mm-hmm. And, and, start, and just start it going. Once you get it going, the momentum, it's your best friend momentum. And did you find that
0: there was a time in your life where you were, you know, you made the decision, okay, I'm going to start researching that, to the time where you said, you know what, I am going to do that. Tell us about that sort of journey. Did you continue to work as well through that time as you were studying and doing that? Or did you just basically go one day you woke up and said, you know what, that's it, I'm leaving my
1: job, then I'm going to do further. The studies. How would that all pan out for you? I actually decided that I was going to do both. So while I was studying and sort of building my own business, I'll keep doing my beauty therapy. And while I did that, I just cut back my hours and as I was building my business, I sort of just very gradually shifted from one to the other so that way you still have your financial support if you need it for whatever reason and and your security and that's really what it's all about in the end, the security that that job gives you Mm. and when you've got enough money saved up from your new business, this is what I found really helpful. I had three months saved up of my income from my beauty therapy which could support me in my life coaching and that's when I was ready to cut the tie and, and start fresh those are such great
0: tips and you know i love, as you were saying that because previously i don't know if you realize this but i was a career coach and what we would often talk about with people was what we we termed a portfolio career and that is where you have a number of different jobs that you're working one will often in the case of what you've just explained lindsay um, one will often support the other so in your case you maintained your full time job the beauty therapy and continue to generate income but at the same time as your studies continue to progress, you switch, you sort of cut down your hours, but at least you had income coming in. And I think the fact that you saved money, you saved up enough money to support you and had a number of, you know, months behind you is also a wise idea as well. So, those are really great, great steps. What about, and this is something that often will happen to people that I speak to, and I'd love to see what happened for you. What about people in your family or your network? You know, those naysayers and the people, oh, you really want to do that, you know. Did you find that you had people like that in your life and in your space that you sort of had to separate yourself from as you, you know, continue to follow your dream?
1: Naturally. And as you start building that dream, you start changing in ways that you don't even realize you're changing. And when you begin to follow that and put those new beliefs and the new changes into actions, that can be really scary and confronting for some people. So, I found that I had the two options. I could nurture them at the same time or depending on who they were, I just had to cut the time. um I mean, your close family and friends, they always understand and they might be a little bit threatened by it, but they always understand they're always there. But if there's sort of Joe Blow down the road that you really don't, Need And, you know, you can sort of just cut the tie with someone like that because you don't, you're following your dream. And as awful as that is to say, but it's your dream. And if someone's not supporting you in that, then maybe they're not the best person to have in your life.
0: Yeah, I think it's so important. And, you know, one of the things I often say is that, you know, just because they can't follow their own dream or they don't have the courage to step in and do what is necessary to live their dream doesn't mean that you can't. And I think just hearing you say that you looked at the situation and you decided, you know what, they're not really um, supporting me and cutting the ties is, is certainly a great thing to do because that opens you up to supporting and surrounding yourself with supportive people. Is that something that you found as you continued along that journey, supportive people and a network was really important in supporting you as you moved through you know, your studies and so forth?
1: definitely and the more you immerse yourself in what you're doing the bigger your network becomes because you begin to walk the talk sort of thing and and the network it just creates that I don't know the best way to explain it for me is like a champagne bubble bath and you're in there and you've got everybody with you that you need to know and it's just a beautiful thing and you can connect and share and support each other through their businesses and yours as well and it's just such a beautiful thing I think a network is one of the most important things
0: I love that <laughs> analogy a champagne bubble bath is your network i've never heard someone to give it that term before but that's just so lovely and i think so very important too because i think the people that you continue to surround yourself can impact if you let it of course i mean obviously if you hear something or someone does something i mean you've got the the ability or the control to how it's going to affect you but i think it's important to realize that when you are making a step as you have done going from paid employment through to starting your own business there's key things that you need to have in place obviously income which you you've covered and of course the support network as well is there anything else looking back to where you were and where you are now that you would recommend the people who are following the same steps that they need to have
1: in place too to support them? I think a network is probably the biggest thing and we covered that one and it's, it's just a massive thing because if you have people who aren't supporting you, then they put, might place doubts in your mind and you need to have all the courage and all the support and all the nurturing you can to take that first step. So, I think you network, number one thing. Yeah. Look,
0: as a life coach, you're obviously supporting other people as well. I'd love for you just to take an opportunity of defining what you think, you know, a life coach is or what you really want to bring to the world – you know, to your ideal clients in your business?
1: So, for me, coaching is about guiding and mentoring. So, people who haven't quite gotten where they want to go or they do want to start their own business or take their dreams to that next level that's what it's all about for me, I love to support and to encourage you and just point out things that you may not have noticed before, so for me that's what coaching is about, it's about mentoring more than anything else and guiding and helping you be the best you can be and reach your full potential and exactly what we've been speaking about today, taking that first step and that's the scariest thing to do and if I can help you do that, best feeling in the world.
0: Yeah, and I think You've lived that journey yourself. And so I think there's nothing more powerful than being able to share things that you've done yourself and being able to bring that to others as as well, which I think is just so exciting. So, you talk about the power of language and how, you know, your everyday language that you use can boost your business and your mood. And just through speaking to you, I can really see and sense that you're a naturally pessimistic, you know, optimistic person. So, do you want to just talk about the power of language and just how that can impact our day-to-day life and, of course, in our
1: business. Absolutely. It really can. There's so many people I meet who say, oh, you know, I'm so busy and they mean it with the best intentions. But the first thing that that comes across to someone is, oh, well, they don't have time to help me sort of thing. Or it's just people care about other people a lot. And and you say something which you mean in a good way, but it's not necessarily the most powerful word to describe where you're coming from. So if you said, oh, it's business is booming. People go, oh, beautiful. I want to jump on that bandwagon. But if you say it's just the different adjectives and finding adjectives which really make the difference for you. So for me, I say a lot of significant and magnificent and and that sort of thing. Because to me, that's what describes my business and my clientele and that sort of thing. It's really about how you use your words. So, even if you think a word has a, a great meaning for you, you've sort of got to understand the way it's perceived by the outside world as well. So, busy, I, I go back to that again. It is a great way to describe it because it might be 100% accurate, but booming It makes it seem like that's where you really want to go. Mm-hmm. I it's, love that. I love that. And, you know, you were talking
0: about the use of words and, and how we're interacting with people. I would imagine, too, that the use of words in just with it, what we say to ourselves, you know, our thoughts can make it an incredibly empowering or possibly even disempowering impact to, uh, you know, to how we are and how we show up in our business. And as we know, there's things that happen each and every day in our businesses, challenges, issues, problems, and so forth. So, I'd imagine that the power of language is also very important in that aspect, that when challenges happen, we need to be very aware and careful of the words that we choose to use and the
1: thoughts that we have when we're on our own and thinking about that. Would you say that's true? Oh, absolutely! You hear so many times when, um, for example, you're stuck in traffic and it's it's all awful. And you get to work and you say that was the most horrific experience of my life. And that actually creates your memory of it. You're going to remember it from that. You're going to remember and you're going to feel about you know traffic jams in the future. You're going to think it's horrific. But if you said, "Oh, that was a little bit annoying," totally different meaning. Your perception of the world and your belief system, which you build from that perception, totally changed by the words you use. It's really important. <laughs>
0: mentioned too, you know, how I introduced you was about, you know, you really wanting to give people the TLC, the tender loving care that people need to get their spark back in their eye. And that I'd imagine that one of the key things that you support people is to look at, okay, well, who are you associating with? What are you saying to yourself? What are you surrounding yourself with? Because that is so, can be incredibly impactful for you. And if you're really experiencing negative things all the time, that can certainly stop you from getting out there and living your dream.
1: Exactly. And if it goes words and then it goes into um, experience and what meaning that has, then it goes into beliefs. If you're believing something about yourself that's it's using all those negative words and, and disempowering language, you're not necessarily going to be in a position or want to be in a position to take that step to start your own business or uh, follow your dream or, you know, go traveling for six months. It's one of those things that's going to limit you because you're going to filter everything out from that. So, words and, and TLC and all that sort of thing, it's all from the inside. Mm-hmm. So to make and contribute and expand on the outside, you really have to get the inside down pat.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm just reading through some of the emails that we've exchanged between you and I as we prepared for today's interview. And I loved what you shared here. And I just want to share it with our listeners. And it's like a quote from Flashdance Irene Cara. And it's your tagline. I'd love to hear a little bit more about it. But what it is, is take your passion and make it happen. And as I read that, I can just recall, you know, that song in my mind. Now, this is your tagline. And I think it just fits perfectly with what you've just been saying is take your passion and, and make it happen. So I just want to hear a little bit more about you know what that means to you and why you chose that as your tagline.
1: I actually chose that because somebody called me up and they said, have you heard this song? It's got your um, business name in it. So I listened to it and I was like, that is exactly what I want to represent as a business because it's about taking that first step and saying, you know what, I'm worth getting out there. I'm worth following my passion. It's something that I deserve doing and something I really want to do. So it's all about um, acknowledging, for me, it's all about acknowledging the power in you to be able to do that because in the end, the responsibility is on you to do that.
0: Yeah, I I love that. It's so true. I mean, for me, I really feel sorry for people who have a dream and yet they expect that dream to happen for them, but they're not willing to take that step for whatever reason, of course. And it might be because they don't know the right steps. And, you know, but there's a saying and let me see if I can recall it. I mean, you've got some people who go out there and make it happen. Then you've got other people who, I can't remember the middle one, but then there's, there's other people that go, what happened? You know they t- and it 's like i don 't want to be that person that sits back and think you know what happened, I want to be that person who 's out there making it happen. And I think from what you're saying is if you really want something that is so intensely, you need to go out there and take those steps to make it happen, get the support that you need to get the support that you need to really help you along the way so that you can overcome challenges and things like that. And that's so very important. And also the power of language, what you continue to say to yourself, what you continue to surround yourself with is so very important as well.
1: Is that right? Oh, absolutely. It really is one of those things that if you put a blanket of responsibility across your whole life, you start to realize how things like achieving your goals and what you hit for dinner and just little things like that to the maximum things like your goals really are in the end in your court. It's up to you to start hitting those balls to get it going. So It's a fantastic way and the language is really the very beginning because it changes your state, it changes your emotions, which change your beliefs and all that sort of thing and it works that way as well. So you'll have a more positive outlook to begin to to do that and be aware that you can take that responsibility up and and start achieving. Absolutely. So for people who are listening today... And who,
0: or maybe even because we have, of course, ambitious entrepreneurs listening today, and they may know of someone who maybe has been for years thinking about living their passion, but always coming up with excuses, or maybe they're right at the stage where then they're willing to take that step. They're ready to take that step. And they think, you know what, we need to, to connect them with Lindsay, because she's certainly the person to support them. How can they get in contact with you?
1: Best Bet is my website. If you go on to www.makeithappenlifecoaching.com, and I believe it will be supplied with the interview, it's the best way to do it. You can enter your personal details and send them off to me. Or you can go on on my Facebook, which is Make It Happen Life Coaching. And, and there is all my personal details, my email, my phone, all that sort of thing to get in contact with me. And then also, you can sort of check out what I've been doing and, and who I've been contacting with and, and what's being achieved with the business. So Fabulous. So, we've
0: heard about how you got started and and you know your dream and and your passion for your business. When we think about the future of what uh, you know, make it happen. Life coaching. What does the future hold for you moving forward?
1: Well, moving forward, I'm hoping to branch into the beauty industry and business coaching. I mean, coming from that background myself, and, and being so passionate about that background and exactly what it means, like the TLC and and all the things that I've now taken and put in to make it happen. Life coaching. I would love to be able to help salon owners and spa owners to get the results, the maximum results, because just a little bit of TLC does a really long way. And I think that's something that gets overlooked. So that's something that I would really love to get into.
0: That's wonderful. And I think that message and, and, you know, that support that you want to share with beauty salon or spa owners is is so important. I mean, for any business, the TLC and looking after your clients, because let's face it, when you don't have clients in your business, you don't have a business. So I'm really looking forward to learning more about those tips and strategies, We'll definitely have to get you back on the show once you get that arm of your business established, Lindsay.
1: Thank you, Anne-Marie. That would be fantastic. So we'd really love to
0: listen to what you were thinking about today's show because, as Lindsay was saying, really, if you've got a passion, if you've got a dream that you want to follow and you've been talking about it, you know, just talking about it, you need to take action for it to make it happen. And so we'd love to hear from you. So we've got all the contact details there. If you're following us and listening to this on iTunes, get on board over to the show page and make a comment below as to what's your aha moment, make a commitment, put down your intention. What action are you going to implement? And that may be reaching out to Lindsay and getting in contact with her so that she can support you in making it happen, whatever that might be for you. Again, thank you so much
1: for coming on the show, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Hi, this is Anne-Marie Cross, Money, Marketing and Mindset Business Coach, helping ambitious entrepreneurs just like you get noticed, hired and paid what they're worth. And I'm here with today's inspirational tip and as always, it's a tweetable, so go ahead and share it with your community. Struggling to attract clients? Perhaps rewrite your marketing material to ensure you speak directly to your ideal client and their needs. This is so very important, particularly for startup businesses who will often think, if I offer my services to anyone and everyone, that's going to help me build my business far quicker. But unfortunately, the opposite happens. They struggle to attract clients and their prospects really don't see any value in hiring them. The reason is, is because they're trying to be too many things to too many people. I really encourage you, if you haven't done so already, is to look at to starting to define who your ideal client is, what niche you want to position yourself to within the marketplace so that you can start in your marketing, Start to really address the issues, the problems that your ideal client, that your niche market is experiencing so you can then position your services as the great solution, the great support to being able to help them overcome their struggles. That'll allow you to build a business, your business far quicker because you'll be attracting the right clients when people are visiting your website, when they're reading your articles, when they're listening to you if you decide you want to do podcasting is a great way to build your visibility out in the marketplace, you'll be speaking directly to them, and they'll more likely step up and say yes to your services. So I hope that was helpful for you. If you want to find out a little bit more about niching, it's something that I have covered in a previous podcast in my Coach's Connection. In fact, it was episode number two, Niching, Think Small to Grow Big. All you need to do is to go to ambitiousentrepreneurshow.com and scroll down where your previous shows and you'll see Coach's Connection number two, Niching, Think Small to Grow Big with Anne-Marie Cross. You can find out a lot more there on that show about niching and what to do and what to avoid. Now, if you're a brand new coach or maybe you've been coaching for a while, yet you haven't quite reached the level of success that you want to build in your business, then I have a gift for you and it's the Business Success Kit for Coaches. So if you haven't yet grabbed your copy, go ahead and go to biz, B-I-Z, success kit for the number for coaches.com, biz success kit for coaches. There's a lot of tips and strategies there to help you build a successful business and practice and let me know how you go. So those are just a couple of resources there for you. Until next time, have a fabulous week and as always, to your success and inspiration, this is Anne-Marie. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at network.com. That's beasponsor at network.com and we'll send you out further details.